Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This episode is a special one. It's the recording of some video content that we made for Drum and Golf down at the recently held Australian Open at Victoria Golf Club here in Melbourne, Australia. Now, the interviews were conducted by the great man, Brett Ogle, for Drum and Golf. I've extracted the audio to play as a podcast, and the audio is from two great women of golf. Yes, it's the winner of this year's British Women's Open and, of course, the Australian Women's Open, Ashley Buhai of South Africa, and, of course, the great Hall of Fame golfer, Dame Laura Davies. Two wonderful women in golf, two women at different ends of their careers, but both have achieved awesome results. It was a pleasure to hold the camera and record these two interviews. And here they are in audio form for you to listen to while you're driving, while you're playing golf, while you're at the gym, or whatever you're doing. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us. I've got the great pleasure in introducing... Uh, from South Africa, Ashley Buha. Good to see you, Ash. Thanks for joining yeah, us. Thank you. You've been coming to Australia for a long time. You've actually, you've played about eight, seven or eight Australian Opens. Mm -hmm. Like you're only 30, 33, still yeah. a kid, but you've been like, you're almost Australian, aren't you? <laughs> you've been coming in a long time. I feel time. like we have so many friends and we have family here now too, and I've always just loved coming down here. Um, and I was thinking like, I played Kingston Heath and I couldn't remember which year and then I worked it out, it was 2008 and I even said to my caddy, I think I had an okay start, it was was my first one as a pro and then I saw um, the scorecard up in the, or the results up at Kingston Heath there yesterday when Webby won and, and my name was there so I did, I did have an okay week <laughs> from what I remember. What do you um, what do you like about um, the sandbelts, the kings? They're they're probably two similarish courses. They're not long. Mm -hmm. You've got to really it's they're strategy golf courses, aren't they? Both Kingston Heath yeah, and Victoria Golf Club, aren't they? Definitely, you got to plod your way around. Um, you know, be smart off the tee, and um, also try to get the right angle to get the right approach into the green. So, and that's what I that's how I like to play golf. I'm not a bomber. I mean, I'm not short. But um, for me, I think be able to just hit it to one spot, hit it to another spot, and try to give yourself the best putt you can, yeah. especially on these greens. Um, yeah, it's, it's big. They, they're a bit undulating. Don't get above the hole here. Exactly. On either course, jeez, you yeah. can be there for days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's your strongest part of uh, Ashley's game? Has my been? driving. Uh, my driving and bunker play. Yeah, has always been my strong points. Well, let's talk about bunker play. We'll go backwards then. The bunker bunker shot that you hit on the fourth extra hole at Muirfield this year was yeah. something special because when the ball went in, mm -hmm. it looked like it buried or it just popped out to the yeah. front. Yeah. And I thought, this is going to be a really tough bunker mm. shot because it's just in front of the lip of the where it landed, the fried yes. egg. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you played an unbelievable <laughs> shot to run it beautifully to that close yeah. to the hole. Was that one of the best, that's one of the best bunker shots you've ever played, surely? Yeah, for sure. And especially given the moment and the time and obviously um, it was getting so dark, we didn't know that that was going to be the last hole either. So I'm obviously very thankful <laughs> that we finished it off there and because it would have been a bit of an anticlimax to go back the next day. Um, after you know such a great playoff with NG and yeah you know the bunker shot luckily it came out of its line and, um, it was a little down downhill slope and I just thought well, a little downwind you know just get this thing up in the air and it should the, let gravity do the rest and uh, luckily for me it came off like it needed to. It was awesome but what about the uh, what about the South African winners at Muirfield? Yeah. You join a pretty uh, illustrious couple of dudes that have won around there haven't you? Yeah I mean obviously it's a huge honour to join Gary and Ernie both idols yeah. of mine growing up um, and there were so many similarities when you look back at the stats of me and Ernie that week and um, even during the practice rounds I was my, my caddy Tanya, she's Australian, and uh, we get on so well, but I was like, oh, I want to see where Ernie hit in this bunker, and he made an unbelievable up and down, um, you know, out of bunkers too to win it. So, 
Yeah, maybe there's someone in the sand there. I don't know if we're South Africans. But what about talking of major winners, lady major winners from South Africa? It had been 40, I think about 42 years since uh, Sally Little mm -hmm. won a couple of majors, uh, South African. Um, and 42 years later on, Ashley Buhar's got her name on a, on a major trophy. Um, did you know much about Sally Little back in the day? Uh, you know, as I grew up, obviously, I. I read more and learned myself about Sally, but you know, growing up in South Africa, we didn't get coverage of women's golf, unfortunately, only the PGA Tour and European Tour. Um, so, you know, in terms of female idols, mine was Kari, Anika, Laura, um, and a little bit later on, Lorena, because uh, that's who I got to see on TV. Um, but obviously, Sally was is the most successful South African to play on the LPGA with the most wins. So, to call myself a major winner next to her it's it's very cool two weeks prior to you winning at muirfield mm. three three rounds in the 60s at the evian yeah give you a little bit of confidence and i know you missed the cut at the scottish the next yeah. week you shot even par yeah the cut was one under mm. um at dundoogie well, i never uh, played there Dung, whatever it was dundonald. Dundonald. dundonald yes the cut was even par but yeah. still um did you feel like your game was there to win that major I did, like, to be honest, I mean, I'd played well. I'd started training probably five weeks before that even. Uh, I finished 21st at the KPMG, but I was line top 10 with two rounds to go. Um, so there were there were signs of it and played well at Evian. And to be honest, the week before the British at Dundonald, I striped the golf ball. I just didn't get it in the hole. And I prefer it when conditions are tougher. And that week at Dundonald, they weren't. And um, that's why the cut was one under par on that? a Lynx golf course. Jeez. So, you know, although I missed the cut, even, you know, Tanya and I had a conversation, she's like, I don't want you to be down on yourself. You're playing great. We need to take this into the next week. And my coach came in for a few days from South Africa. We tidied a few things up that needed to be. And the minute I stepped on at Murfield, I loved the way it looked. I loved the way it was playing, nice, firm and fast. And that suits me because I'm able to flight the ball, I'm able to shape it. I feel a lot more than a lot of girls do. And, um, that's what you had to do around there. 11 under mid mid round, 60, 65, 64 was pretty hot. Yeah. How about that final round? Because uh, you know, you're cruising, you're three or four in front, mm -hmm. nine to go, and then all of a sudden, 15. Yeah. <laughs> make a wrong choice like most professional golfers can do in there in, in under the pressure, mm -hmm. um, and you made triple. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, NG and yourself are tied. Yeah. What did you tell yourself? Um, How'd you come back from that? Because that's, well, that's tough. Well, the start is, you know, I made I made one bad swing that whole weekend. Unfortunately, it was on 15 on the last day. And I said, you know, if that had happened in the first round, we wouldn't have been talking about it probably. But obviously at the time, and I don't think a lot of people saw, but the ball actually plugged off the line, up the face, off the drive. So I had nowhere to go. Yeah. I had no shot. But yeah, I mean, I walk off there, I make triple. I look at the leaderboard and I said to myself, well, I haven't, I haven't lost the lead. Um, I'm still in it and just keep doing what you've done the whole week. You've played so much good golf. Don't let that one mishap, you know, put you down kind of thing. And Tanya was really good in the moment. She was like, okay, we've got three holes. Let's just get back on it. And I want you to have X amount of good swings going in and that's all we can do. Yeah. So It's probably harder um, going bogey, bogey, bogey than triple Maybe, at once and making yeah. one bad swing yeah. and you got, you got exactly. a little unlucky. But yeah. if you go bogey, 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 it's probably a little, little bit more like, oh geez, you know, you're a little bit mm. more nervous, but. I would, I would probably agree with that for sure. You know, it was one bad swing, bad lie in the bunker. Before I knew it, I made triple. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, I just did what I had to do. I did my job, I got up on the par three, made a good swing and did that coming in to get myself into a playoff. Yeah.
Okay. Dog or cat? Dog. Favourite food? Steak. Best holiday, favourite holiday destination? Uh, safari in South Africa. Favourite golf course? Gary Player Country Club in South Africa. Not me or Phil? It should <laughs> it's be, up I there. guess. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> favourite movie? Uh, not a big movie person, to be honest. Um, more music, yeah. Right. Favourite actor or, or actress? Um, again, I think you've got to scratch those ones. Nobody stands out? That's no, right. nobody. Favourite TV series? Um, probably, I like all the, this, the like crime series, so Law and Order, Chicago Blue, I mean, yeah, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. CSI and all that sort yeah. of stuff, yeah. Uh, favourite music? Uh, rock. Rock and alternative. You got a favourite band? Uh, grown up, Bon Jovi, Brian Adams, Goo Goo Dolls, that sort of music. What does Ash do outside of golf to relax? I love to just chill, to be honest, put on a show, sit on the couch. Um, in the off weeks, love to be with family and friends and uh, we, my husband and I, we, we enjoy barbecuing and hosting people. Nice. Favourite club in the bag? Uh, driver. Ashley, yep. let's run through your bag starting with that. Uh, oh, actually, what, what's what's the geo here? It's a beautiful, is it a yeah, horse or a, that's oh, it's a zebra? A, that's a zebra, obviously being from South Africa, it uh, gives me a little piece of home. Um, Name? Stripey. <laughs> that, that came up, I stayed with a host family in Dallas once and we were staying with kids and they were like, what's, your, what's the cover's name? I said, oh, it doesn't have one. And they were like, it's now Stripey. So, I like it. Stripey stuck. Now, Stripey okay? <laughs> All right, just gonna take you off for a minute and just get the driver out. What do we got, what, what do you got here? We have, um, this is the club I probably, one of the clubs I love the most. It's a Epic Speed. Um, it's a low spin head. Um, and I've had this for four years, so. Four years? Yeah, it's probably, not many people play drivers for that long, but nothing has been able to gain me much more distance. And for me, as long as it goes straight, that's the most important thing. Unless I'm gaining 15 yards, this ain't coming out the back. Yeah, what about shaft? How long you had that shaft? Um, the same, same amount of time. Um, same shaft for yeah, four years? Yeah, same shaft. Wow. And I've got the same Ventus uh, 5R in my firewood as well. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's been a great shaft. Nine degree? Nine degree standard setting. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. So. Well, there you go. Four years. I better be yeah. very careful of that. I don't want to <laughs> break. I was always a lover of my driver too. Yeah. God. Uh, three three woods and actually you've got, uh, you've got four woods here. Let, yeah, I'm not well, going to stop. You can run you through know, them. Three wood. Um, all got similar shafts. Matching. Yeah, similar. You know, all regular. This is 65R. Um, I haven't got into the new stuff yet with the Shrixen, but I hit them recently and they were they were pretty sweet, so I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Not um, um, didn't match the colorway up with the. No, just we just haven't been able to get the right spin. So, yeah, like I enough. said, I'm not changing anything unless it's this is gaining me distance. Um, so that's my three wood, 15 degree. Yep. Then I go to my five wood, same fencer shaft as the driver six R. Actually, it's a little bit heavier in the fairway woods, um, 18 degree. And then, and then I've got a, a seven wood. Call it seven heaven. You seven, know. seven heaven. Um, this is this is a ping, but it's actually got a nine wood shaft in it, so it's a little bit shorter. Um, it just gives me a bit of that control that I need. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm able to hit it high and low and get a little bit extra. It's a G425 max. Yeah. Yeah. Looks nice. No, it's beautiful. Um, and you're still going through woods. We're still pulling head covers. Yeah, off. no, we're <laughs> still pulling. This is how it works in the ladies' game. You know, we needed. <laughs> We're high and soft. We don't hit wedges and eight times into a lot of greens. 
Uh, this is my baby. This thing I've also had for I think six years. Six years. <laughs> this is in place of my five one. So again, we you can see the, the face is uh, it's been worn a little bit, but um, yeah, again, you know, the five one just comes out with two little spin. This gets it up nice in the air. Yeah. Nice and high. I love it when, when pros keep stuff in their bags for long periods of time. I love that. Yeah, That's I'm not one to, to switch change. out things that, if it's working, eh? why? Why change it? I yeah. know. Up in the irons, I've actually, in the six iron, I've got the ZX5, which is the little bit more oversized head. Just a little bit more forgiving. Again, gets the ball up a little bit easier for me. And then after that, I go from the seven, I go into the ZX7 from the seven onto the wedge. And then I've got 60, 54, and my 50 degree is actually bent to 49 degrees. Is it? Uh, just to get my gap in between my pitching Match. wedge. Yep. Um, and the gap wedge a little bit better. Yep. And then uh, the golden one. Is this trusty? Is this a, is this a uh, six year job or is this like. No, nah, this I actually switched cold, to this year. Um, and funny enough, it was actually Eric Van Roy, and we have the same coach, and we both live in a similar area in the States. He was sent two, and I hadn't seen this model yet. I was like, I quite like that one. So he um, he gave me his one, I chopped it down, and this is what I've been playing with all year. Really? So yeah, I've always been more of a, a traditional head, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fantastic, and obviously worked really well at the Open. <laughs> it's like the old original Ping Answer exactly. shape. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know a mallet? Do you ever use mallets and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I've been through phases, but yeah. I always go back to do you to the traditional, yeah, yeah right, old school okay. head. Cool. Yeah. Golf ball using at the moment? I play the Z Star. Z Star? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Beautiful. That's it. So Ash, gonna mm -hmm. get you, gonna get you to give a tip to everybody that's uh, out there drunk golf and those who aren't. <laughs> Still gonna get a good tip. What do yeah, you got? Okay. You got something? You got something um, simple that you that you work on? Yeah, a little a simple for weight transfer to my left. I have a tendency to hit off the back foot, so something my coach and I do is we just take a, a wedge, preferably your lowest. I'll take my 60 degree. I'll grab a nine on here, and um, what I like to do is I put it under the middle of my left foot here, and I keep that pressure because obviously if I go and I hit off the back foot, because also what amateurs try to do, they try to lift it, right, to get it up in the air, but golf, you need to hit down to get it up. So if I go on my back foot, you're gonna see that the club will kind of move. So the goal is to just, whatever it's set at, that's how you have to keep it. So feel the pressure under that, keep the, keep the angle of the club at all times. You can see it helps me what a, on my left side. What a great tip. We couldn't do that back in the day. We had spikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we kind of ruined our sandwich yeah. a bit, but or our nine iron. Yeah. So again, feel the pressure kind of under the middle of your foot there. So give us give us one where you fall where you fall back like right. most amateurs do. So, like, so I guess the but they fall this back would to be, try and scoop it. Like I tend to also even start with the weight there, so you wouldn't feel the pressure. But what amateurs would like kind of do is, and the club, and then the club would move back. <laughs> yeah, good, good, so, good tip. Yeah, I kind of like to do it and start my warm up. Ash, it was five days ago that we met. We, uh, you, know, you let us come into your world. You joined us as part of the drum and golf team for the week. We made you talk about. Some of your wins in the past, especially the Open win this year, and now we're sitting here on the balcony of Victoria Golf Club, the home of this year's 2022 Women's Australian Open, and you've got another trophy in your hand. 
when we were talking, it must have been in your mind, but has the week panned out? It's turned out pretty good. Hasn't uh, absolutely. It? Um, yeah, what a way to end the year. Obviously, it's been a, been a dream year. And uh, thanks to Drummond for coming on board this week. And uh, I'm glad that I was, we were both able to give you, give you some yeah. good advertising for the week. Uh, thank you very much. And sitting on the sidelines at Mealfield versus on the bag, what's the difference? I think you know, on the Mealfield, you're a lot more nervous now because they have absolutely no control. I mean, even as a caddy, you don't really have control, but you, you can help, help with an outcome. So, I mean, it was, uh, well, where's this going? Because I, uh, there's one big difference. Right? <laughs> um, put it this way, I had a lot more water here than I did at Newfield. <laughs> Ash, you know, like, take us through the start of the week to the end of the week. You know, when did you know, when did you... When did you think that you were in a real position to contend? I kind of feel, you know, I kind of got off to a slow start on Thursday and um, it clicked around the eighth hole and I stayed patient and Dave told me to keep staying patient, especially on these golf courses. You've got to plod your way around and that's what I like to do and I do so well, I think. Um, and then, obviously, I never thought it was in the bag until I unlocked <laughs> that last putt in, but to shoot the scores I did on Friday and Saturday to give myself a chance, um, I felt comfortable going in today with the experience, but still, I must say, I think I got more nervous today than I did at Murfield. I don't feel I had my A game today, so it was a bit more of a grind, and with the way the wind was, the course played differently. Um, it was more difficult, so Dave did well to walk off um, 16. I think I was then joined for the and you just say, whatever happens now, I want you to commit to every shot going in, and whether we win or, or finish second or third, at least that's what you, you know you can do. So birdie on 17, yeah. got back to one stroke mm-hmm. in front, tee ball on 18 into the fairway bunker. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the chat then? You know, was GA in the fairway bunker as well? I couldn't yeah. see. Yes, yeah, so, so both. She was just behind us. So I asked Ash, she doesn't, I don't know, speak to her about the scoreboard and whatever. I said, do you want to know the situation? And she said yes. And then I said, basically, we're playing against GA now. So it's gone from a stroke play event essentially to a match play now because... Everyone had finished and it's now us first hurt. And um, thing is, it's, it's still a tough hole. I mean, the whole green slopes away from you to stop the ball. You know, to get it close, it's, it's not easy. So we just made sure that we, we stuck to the game plan. You know, hit it here, hit it there. And Ash pulled it off. It was incredible. Ash, I said right at the start, you started the week by giving us a tip. Yeah, that, that drill with the club. I think everyone would want to know your tip for that wedge shot, the third shot, into 18 green. Most of us club golfers in the drum and golf world, you know, trying to shoot 36, 40 points, you know, that's a real knee trembler. Yeah. Is there a thought process or hopefully no thought process? What, you, what was that shot like? Um, yeah, I mean, my th- thought process and for the whole week was just to keep my rhythm, especially in the wind, and it was the same at Murfield, because um, that's something I can control. And obviously I've done the practice to get my swing into the slot where it needs to be. So I keep my rhythm and most of the time the shot comes out the way it needs to. I was a little in between clubs, but I wanted to make sure that I got the ball back to the hole. Um, And I hit a little wedge and maybe a little longer putt than I would have liked, but I hit the shot that I I wanted to. And when Gia has that putt, it's out of of your control, but what do you do, look away, watch? Um, I wasn't watching yeah. because I honestly thought, well, here we go again. Here yeah. we go, another playoff. You know, I was 
to be honest, a little frustrated with myself as I could have closed it out earlier, but that's golf. Um, like I said, I didn't feel I had my A game in my swing today, but I got the job done uh, when I really needed to, and I think that's when I'm at my best when my back's ready against the wall. Uh, the course here, the Sandbelt course, you know, Victoria, Kingston Heath, two of the great courses in Australia, really highly regarded in the world. How did you rate them, you know, versus what you've experienced in America, Europe, South Africa, all around the world? Yeah, obviously it's fantastic. I've always loved playing here in the Sandbelt. I've said that my game suits it. I'm able to flight the ball, you don't have to carry very far, be creative. Um, and it's such a draw card why we wanted to come back and play. And uh, yeah, it was just some of the best golf that you get to play here in the Sandbelt. Well, we're glad you did. The rest of this year, is this some time off now? Yeah, yeah. finally getting some time off and we now get to go back to South Africa and celebrate with our friends and family there. So we're going to one and now we get to add this one to it, so I can't wait to get back to 2023? 2023, new goals. Uh, like I said, if you had told me at the beginning of the year that I'd be sitting here with two trophies, I would never have believed you. So, you know, put in a lot of hard work, mental, um, you know, and on my swing, so now I know I can do it and uh, hopefully got some new goals for next year. Excellent. Well, again, on behalf of Drum Golf, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we're absolutely so proud to have our name on your shoulder and uh, you've done us proud and you know, your A game's right there sitting in your lap in that trophy. So today, congrats Thank and so uh, thanks very much for uh, partnering with us. Super privileged to be joined on the range this week by one of the legends of golf worldwide. We both turned pro in 1985. Yes, we did, mate. Dame Laura Davies. Laura, great to see you. Nice to be here. I wanted to ask you straight up, um, MBEs, CBEs, World Golf Hall of Fame, da 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 But Dame, I've got to say, do you get down on a knee and the queen gives you the, the, the thing over? Is that well, how it works? Well, with the, with the guys, the knighthood, yeah, they do the sword. But for us, she just pin the, pins the badge on. You get a lovely medallion, I suppose, in a brooch, two things. And she pins them on, you have a little chat, and on you go. But yeah, the guys go down on one knee with a big sword. And, yeah. But no, it was, it was amazing. I mean, highlight of my career. And it's something, you know, when I was 16 and playing, starting to play proper golf, uh, you wouldn't have even imagined it. Oh, being a dame, I mean, I, I just, when, when I saw it, I thought, good on you. you, you absolutely deserve it because what you've done for golf is just amazing. And not just women's golf, but the world of golf. Mm. It's been incredible. Um, also, I've got, look, I've got a couple of fluffy ones that I want to ask you because yeah. Brett, I will always ask some fluffy ones to I you. Like fluffy ones. <laughs> the punting. Still yeah. got horses? No, I did. The last horse I had a share in was over here, actually, an Australian horse. But ah. Kept eating, but never didn't really run that much. So I, I got rid of it. Well, I say got rid of it. I only had like a couple of hooves. It wasn't uh, a lot of the horse, but yeah, no, no, too expensive. It, when, you, when you're earning lots of money on the course, it's a lot easier. <laughs> but uh, well, now I've got to work for a living, doing a bit of commentary. Yeah, a bit too expensive. Now, we're at um, Victoria Golf Club this week. You've played just about everywhere in Australia. You've been coming here a long time. You've been yeah. telling me you been practicing Narrabri Golf Club, Narrabri yeah. Golf Club. Well, I call it Royal Narrabri. It's fantastic. It's, um, it, unfortunately, the nine holes was underwater because of all the floods mm. they've had, but I was out there every day with uh, Rebecca Flood's uh, dad, Keith, and we played, uh, it's the most golf I've played in years. I think we played <laughs> nine straight days. It was great fun, though, get me, trying to get my game a little bit in shape because I haven't played for quite a while. How, how are you still doing it? Like, you're nearly, you're 59. Yep. I'm 58. You can work that out. Like, yeah, we've been we're around old. a while, but yeah, we're old. How are you still, you just love playing golf, don't you? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm doing more commentary now than playing, but I'm going to commentate about 19 events next year on the PGA, and then I'm going to, when I play, this is, I consider this one of them. I'm hoping I'll do well, but we'll see what happens. But I'm taking it seriously. Like I said, I've, I've played more the last few weeks because, you know, I, I know I'm not going to win. That's obvious. But, you know, to have a decent week would be, would be really, uh, you know, it'd be nice to come all this way to have a decent week would be great and mm. yeah that, that's why I play because I still feel I've got some game left and uh, oh. we'll see what happens. Well you can feed off the 10 shot win you had at the US Senior Women's yeah, Open nice, nice. <laughs> a few years ago you yeah. dusted them all. Um, let's always ask this question myself people ask me and I thought I'm gonna ask you you've won like a hundred events worldwide more than a hundred. No it's not. Right, it's something a, like that. It's a lot less than that but anyway yeah, yeah I've won, 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 won a few. You won a thousand. You won a thousand. I, I, I've got to pick one. Let me let me ask you this. One of the ones that stand out to you would no doubt be the 1987 United States Women's Open, wouldn't it? Two years as a pro, you're just two years, you've gone to America. Yep. You beat Aoko Okamoto and Joanne Carner, who were two of the biggest names in the world of golf. You're a 20, 23, 24 year old? Just, uh, just turned just 23, I think, yeah. Is that one of the tournaments that you, you will always look back and if people say, what tournament sticks out? Is that? Oh, 100%, right? yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd won the British Open the year before, but it wasn't a major in those. I won my Royal Boatbuild, so it was a prestigious event, but not a major. But when I won the Open, US Open at Plainfield, it got me playing rights for the next season. Didn't have to go to tour school. Only player probably hasn't gone to their tour school, which is a lovely feeling. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, because that's hard work. I mean, yeah. all my friends that had to go through it, they said, you, you're lucky you won that tournament because you wouldn't want to go through that. So that got me on my way, set on my way. So I'd have to say every time that the US Open was the big one, the one that really gave, it gave me confidence too. To, like you just said, Okamoto and, oh. and Kana, to beat those two in a, th and it was an 18 hole play, if it wasn't sudden death. Yeah. You know, I went toe to toe with them. I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest with you. My dad was there, my cousin, my brother was caddy, and we were having a holiday and we walked off with that. So it seemed easy at the time, but I've tried another 35 times since and never won it again. <laughs> Mate, you only get like one chance every year. I mean, it's hard, they're bloody hard yeah, to win major championships, but you won four. But if you look at it now, you look at the Evian and you look at the Women's British Open or the Open Championship now. Um, they were both majors from 2000 and 2001. You probably'd have eight or nine, wouldn't you? Because yeah, she I won, won, I won, won a few. I won Evian a few times, yeah. and I won that. Obviously, the British right. wasn't a major, so yeah. But I mean, you can't worry about oh. stuff like that. You can only win what, what's in front of you, and I, I certainly don't um, worry about stuff like that for sure. Yeah, here's another curly one for you. Um, I'd been fined a few times on a golf course before for swearing and breaking a few clubs here and there. Have you been yeah. fined for? But you have been fined though for oh, carrying yeah. a TV. Yeah. <laughs> Well, England, England Tell playing. us the story. This well, is a great a, story. You're going to love this one. 50-inch plasma. It was a tiny, in the old days, a tiny little screen. Before iPhones. I mean, we're talking 96. It was the Euros. England were playing Spain. This 70, is at the Evian, right? We were at the Evian. I had a five-shot lead going into Sunday. <laughs> well, Saturday, actually. We used to play the Prime on Sunday. So this was on the Saturday. And so my caddy and cousin Matthew, he had this t it was chunky thing. It was like a brick. He had it in his bib. And between shots, was watching the game. I won the Evian by five, so no dramas with that. And I got fined afterwards for unprofessional conduct. I, I have love to agree. It. it was about, I think it was about 100 euro fine or 200 euro fine, but it was worth it. We, England won, I won, so everyone was happy. I don't think I've ever heard. I, I used to hear about Brian Barnes, great Welshman back in the day on the European tour, marking his ball with a can of beer. Yeah, he did that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> well, he's a little bit older than us, but yeah. I played a few rounds with him over there. But he never, never marked his ball with a can of beer. But is that a true story? Oh, absolutely. It is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. He was a. I played a mixed event with him, and I'm not sure what he was drinking between. <laughs> 
everyone said it was like tomato juice. I think there might have been a, yeah, sneaky, right. little, a sneaky little drop in it. But yeah, he, he didn't mark with a beer can then, but I, you know, he did used to, just for fun. I mean, everyone, everyone thinks it's old bad, but it's, it was fun back then, wasn't it? Let's face it, the game's oh. changed a lot and characters yeah. like him don't come around every... Dog or cat? Oh, dog. Favourite food? Um, ro uh, Christmas dinner, roast turkey and all the trimmings. Oh, nice. Love it. Holla best, uh, favourite holiday destination? I'm here, Australia. Any part of Australia. Not that I've been to the centre, I might not like that so much, but all these lovely coastal bits, very nice for me. Favourite golf course around the world? St Andrews. I'm a member. <laughs> <laughs> Had to drop that in. She is too. One of six, one of six ladies, I think. Five or six ladies, they're right. Something like that. Yeah, so that, other names I never. The yeah. other names I didn't really know. Elle Robertson, she was a legend of the game, an amateur game. She never turned pro. I knew your name. <laughs> oh, actually, I did know one. Yes. Favorite movie? Um, I'm going to say Jerry Maguire because I love all that, you know, in the sports agency type thing. I think that's quite interesting. Favorite actor or actress? Oh, actor. What's his name? Richard Gere. Like a bit of Richard. Oh, do you? Very nice. Oh. Rubbish actor. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite TV series? Um, I love that one. It's a, it's old now, 24, with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I thought oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, I watched... Tw yeah, I, I like 24. Ricky watched that, yeah. Favourite music? Coldplay. Favourite activity outside of golf? Um, well, it's probably surprise, cooking. I do like a bit of cooking, but if we're talking outdoor, then any live sporting event. Love the live sport. All right, Laura, what have we got in the bag these days? You had much of a change over the years, or...? Not really. The recent inclusion is probably got rid of the three-arm put a three-wood in, which I haven't used for donkey's years, a three-wood. It's very exciting. Hang on a second. Yeah, I know. Laura Davies with a three-metal. It's too wood. high. It still stalls out, but it's. Uh, wow. I'm too old to hit a three iron now. Now I remember one day we were going through. Now you, like like me, I only had one wood for a lot of years. Yeah. You only have had one wood. You never had a four wood, five wood, hev heaven wood. No, what did you used just, to say about those? Oh well, probably shouldn't repeat it. But no, I think to say they're ruining the game is a bit of an understatement. But mm -hmm. yeah, long, long irons are good fun. To have. Yeah. I do have a two iron, but yeah. it's one of those like thick, you know, really chunky, so you can get away with the odds. Uh, not quite hit so well. That's a Shrixon one that I've kept from when I was with Shrixon. And then the rest of them, got a Callaway driver. Oh yeah, how long had that for? This is about two years old, this one. I like it. And yeah, sh nice. shaft you got in it? It's a long and thin. Speeder, Fujikura. There you go. Yeah, you, you my know the favorite. Stuff. Yeah, well, I need up. I know Fujikura because I've yeah. played it for years. Oh, okay. And the speeder is my favorite yeah. shaft. No, I like it. That's I mean, all I know. I know nothing about the technology. I just let the people that know say what's best to use, and that's what they went with for that. Laura, Laura, and I over the years are so similar. We just get up and hit it, and if ball flight's good, we go. That's what I want. That's None of this. Yeah. Um, it's three degrees here and four degrees yeah. open that way, and two degrees over here and upright that. No, 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 no. Yeah. We'll hit the shots. Yeah. And we'll tell you, I like it. that. That's it. That's Trackman's track the way now, isn't it? They, <sighs> these youngsters, they all do that, and it, you know it works for them. So why Amazing. not? But for me, not so much. Um, Callaway irons. Yeah. Apex Pros. Four iron through wedge. Nice. Yep. Um, we've gone from my favourite club, and obviously Laura's driver. Yeah. We love that. Into some wedges. So 50 runs of 50. Is your 56 still 56, or has it moved to 55? No, 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 that is, that is, well, no, I think it's 56, yep. I love and it rusty. Yeah. It looks good. That's because I haven't used it. <laughs> it's been sitting in the garage. It's been sitting in the garage, and then they're my favourite. I do every chip, every bunker shot, pretty much with that club. I wear that thing out. Yeah, so Jaws. Yeah, they're nice, really nice. And again, you know, the technicians at Callaway set them up for me, and they, they seem perfect. So. You use, use a 60 out of sand? 
all the time. Every, well, yeah, unless you've got like a 30 yarder and then I might drop to the 50 yeah, yeah. and just get the run. But basically, well, I use this chip in, flop shots, low runners, everything. Yeah, okay. I never used a 60, I just had a 56. And then I, I went to a 58 because I had a big gap at 52 and then yep. down to wedge, but I wasn't a three-person yeah. wedge, really. Because well, I The length like... courses we use, 60 is really handy for full shots. You know, yeah. I can hit it probably, I used to be able to hit it 100, probably at 95, 94 now. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yards, yards, meters? Yards, yards, yeah, yeah, yards. Not, not meters, no. Yards. Um, yeah. Golf ball, Callaway, obviously. It's the Callaway. Is it, I actually use a yellow one because my eyes are rubbish now. Yellow. So I got the uh, yellow and it's the Chrome Soft X, the new one. That's the new one that came out this year with a oh, very important English flag on every ball. So there you go. Bit of patriotism there. And also the Liverpool Lither Bird. So there you go. It's all marked up. They're all ready for the first round here. You're going to need a narrow bright flag on there too, you know. I might, I might uh, <laughs> adopt the narrow bright flag. <laughs> and yeah. is this... Is this uh, the old Rossi, is that, a, is that an old favourite or is that Well, I've had it, for me, I've had it, I'm going to say just over two years, which for me is a long time. Cause is I it with putters? Yeah, I change, because I'm a bit of a streaky putter, but I'm not saying I'm putting well, because I've not played that much since lockdown, really. But when I do putt, I feel like I can hold some putts with this thing. So yeah, really pleased with it. And it's got the, I'm now with a claw grip, so they put one of those special claw grips on it with the flat surface. Yeah, it works, you know. Claw grip. I'm not, I'll never be the greatest putter, but... You know, if you feel like you've got a chance, that's a half that's a, a battle. That's the trouble when you're flushes like us. Yeah, exactly. You know, you hit 14 greens in reg, you're going to have 30, 32 putts every round. Not these, not these kids that hit yeah. nine greens nine and have greens. like 26 putts yeah. or whatever. You go, It'll oh, work, will get you leave, around. Leave me alone. Yeah, like Cameron Smith at the Open this year, oh. like, my God, what an exhibition. Oh, nine. What an He's exhibition. something else. He's some player, isn't he? Yeah. Love I mean, he doesn't hit it far, but geez, it's a straight. But that short game, enough? that short game, though, yeah. wow. Yeah, he destroyed Rory on the back nine, didn't he? Just purely with the putting. If you had, if you had a choice in your career, and your career has been unbelievable, would you have, would you be a flusher or great short game? Flusher. You've got, to, you've got to stand on the range and be able to stand with the with the good ball strikers. The, the short oh. game, you can work on the short game, but no, it, flushing, flushing, it's what it's all about. I love it, Laura. On the range, one tip for the ladies at home and the men, I guess, because yeah. you you just flush it. What are you going to give me? What are you going to give me today? Well, because it's always windy when I play down here in Australia. A, a shot I use a lot is the low punch two iron. Now I know, I know not every lady golfer and, and some of the guys won't have a two iron, but even if it's with a rescue or something, you just need a bit of length, length and a and a bit of um, keeping the ball down, controlling it into the wind. I think it's a very simple thing, and all I do is two things. So a normal two iron would be, I don't know, I'd probably hit it from here. All I'm going to do is drop it back, not that much there, and that closes the club head a bit. Do this and with it, the fairway woods too for the ladies, do you yeah, think? Yeah, fairway woods, you can do it, yeah. yeah. You've probably got to exaggerate a little bit more, move it a bit further back with the, with the fairway woods, and then just abbreviate the follow-through a little bit. And that's all I think about. So, normal position there. I haven't had a swing for an hour or so, so <laughs> I'm a bit worried now. Nice and, then, and easy, when it's and breezy. And just move it back. So it's here now. I just want to control it, get it nice and low, and running down the fairway. Dane Laura, thank okay, you very much. much. Great to see you. Nice one.